Hi, and welcome to another edition of Menopause Buddies. Today, I'm joined by Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Annie. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thanks so much for coming and speaking to us. Now, would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thank you. So I am a, I like to call myself a former run on Dunkin' gal, Dunkin' Donuts coffee, turned okay. integrative health practitioner. Um, I actually have a background, a business background in power generation. And then I changed my career, wow, back in 2016. And I really did a complete 180 on my life and went into holistic health, wellness, and specifically focusing on well, women's wellness issues, including things like hormonal changes as we age, uh, how we deal with those changes, how we keep our health up, our energy up, our weight down, just so that we feel fantastic. And so currently I have an online practice where I meet with women all over the US and even parts of Europe. I've been blessed to have customers there, just helping them really in terms of sleep, hormonal changes, weight, nutrition, dealing with stress. And uh, it's just an absolutely fantastic way to make a living and and give back to others, especially since I suffered and are and am suffering with a lot of those things still myself. Wow, what a what a career change! For sure, and for so sure. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, everybody. I used to I used to you know help solve big global problems in terms of energy and working in gas turbines and steam turbines. Now I make an impact on a much more personal level. Um, but really no less important, right? Because when you make changes to your health, you influence your whole circle around you. And so it's this amazing wave effect that just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And and no doubt increasing everyone's energy as well. So you're still involved in energy. Oh, you're right. Yes, absolutely. I never thought about it that way, but yes. <laughs> Great. Now, obviously you're on your own um, journey in terms of hormones and, and perimenopause. Would you like to take us through your journey so far? Sure, sure. I think like a lot of women in the US, um, you know, I was I was a child of the 70s. And then I kind of grew up on that time where birth control was very popular and available. And so I was on hormonal birth control, the pill for really almost 20 years, because I wasn't ready to get married right away and have kids, I wanted to work on my career. And um, that was the choice that I made. Now, the issue with that that I've learned that our unfortunately our OBGYN or our doctor doesn't tell us is basically when you're on hormonal birth control, you're really disconnecting your hormones from your brain. It's almost like you're locking them up in a trunk and they're struggling to get out because the hormones that we get on birth control are not like our regular hormones. So um, it was great at first because I had suffered from acne and I had really painful periods, you know, all through my teen years and my 20s, back aches, you know, every month I'd have to call my mom and go home from school for a day just because the pain was so bad. So I had them very severely and, and the pill absolutely helped with that. But when, as you get older, you know, you're, you're continually suppressing your own hormone production. And that really impacts all the hormones in your body and it really impacts your health. So when I finally decided that it was time for me to go off the pill, you know, 20 years later, yeah. I was not 
even remotely prepared for the tidal wave of symptoms that were unleashed on me um, once I stopped taking the pill. It was a massive surprise for me. Yeah. Massive surprise. And I was really, really disappointed because I have a lovely OBGYN, but um, you know, she's more definitely on the conventional medicine side of things. And what I have learned is that, you know, 80, 85% of OBGYNs have absolutely no training in hormones, which blows my mind. Who else would you go to to get answers for these questions? Yet the woman who is doing your yearly pelvic exam, right? So mm. <laughs> it's just absolutely mind blowing. Now I am not anti-conventional medicine at all. I say that to everybody, you know, I break my arm, take me to the emergency room. That's what I, that's what I want. But I do think everybody should have access to functional medicine information as well as conventional because you get both sides and functional medicine is really more suited to dealing with chronic issues such as dealing with hormone health or if you have chronic weight gain or you know you're dealing with stress things like that so the fact that when i chose to go off the pill i basically got no information about what to expect except well your you know your periods might be a little bit heavier at first and and then it will just kind of taper off Wow, and that, that was not what happened. <laughs> yeah. I've not, I've not heard that before. That's fascinating. Which part? That that when when women come off the pill, that they have this tsunami of symptoms. It definitely can happen. Um, it was there is a doctor here in the U.S. She's um, pretty well known. Her name, well, not pretty well known, very well known. Her name is Dr. Jolene Brighton, and she has this amazing book called Beyond the Pill. And I recommend it to all, not just my clients. I, I recommend it to all women. I recommend it to fathers. You know, if you have daughters, <laughs> if you have wives, you know, you should understand what happens here because she gives this amazing overview of your body, of your hormones. And then she has coined the phrase actually post-birth control syndrome, which right. completely described what I was going through. I thought I went off the pill and then all of a sudden I was going into perimenopause. But really it was post-birth control syndrome into perimenopause. And now I'm actually fully transitioned into menopause. But the symptoms were so were so similar, but it was really because if you think about it, my body had not been allowed to function naturally in over 20 years. So really from my late teens to, you know, age, I guess it was, four, you know, whenever it was, 40, 40, 43 at the time, you know, everything changed. So all of a sudden my hormones were wild and crazy and free and trying to figure out what the heck was going on. And then you're already kind of later in your years. So your natural production of those um, critical elements, right, are, are going down. Yeah. Plus you're highly stressed. So, you know, you've got your your mother of all hormones, pregnenolone, who is creating your progesterone, your cortisol, your DHEA, your estrogen, your testosterones. And if you're highly stressed, a big portion of that pie is going towards cortisol production. So your other sex hormones are naturally going to be lowered. So what happened for me is, oh my gosh, night sweats, hot flashes, losing my mind. I'm not just talking about brain fog. I'm talking about wild mood changes. Like a normal conventional doctor would 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 have put me on an antidepressant or something anti-anxiety or something, mm -hmm. right? Because it was just like out of control. And and I had no expectation that this was what was going to happen to me. 
and was like, what is going on? So I had to dig in deep and do a lot of research and read the book. And I talked to my doctor and she's like, oh yeah, it'll, it'll subside. Or you can go back on the pill. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of women probably make that choice because they're like, okay, I don't want to suffer all this. So if I go back on the pill, it'd be better. But there is a lot of dangerous, um, potential health implications if you're staying on hormonal birth control for a long time. So, so really for me, it was, I wish, I don't regret that I was on the pill, but I wish I hadn't stayed on it as long. I wish I had looked at alternate forms of birth control. And when I decided to go off the pill, I wish that I had had a plan of attack because you can do so much with your nutrition, with detoxing, with stress management, with supplementation to ease that transition. And so that really switched my focus from a functional health perspective in in terms of more of a generalized practice that I thought I would do to really focusing on women's hormones um, and and, and all those impacts. Because there's just so much information that I didn't know that I knew that I wasn't the only one who did not know this. I knew. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not widely, it's not widely spoken about, is it? No, it's no. really not. People have no idea. So, so, you know, if you go to my LinkedIn profile, I see, you know, I focus on working with women 40 plus, because when you hit about 40, that's when things really start to change. But even younger than that, you know, I tell people, you know, you have got to be caring for your hormones and understanding where you are. I mean, I recommend that women in their 20s get a functional lab for all their hormones so that when they're feeling their best, they can actually have a baseline so that then they understand changes as they're going forward. I mean, that's definitely a best practice. I'm having my my sister do that with my nieces who are in their 20s and, and, and other friends' daughters do that as well because it's going to be so helpful for their health history. But so, so post-birth control syndrome, transitioned into perimenopause. So that whole kind of journey, you know, perimenopause, of course, you know, can last about 10 years. For me though, because I had been on the pill so long, that cycle was shortened and the symptoms intensified. So within about a three-year period, I went through um, post-birth control syndrome, perimenopause, and then now I'm I'm into full menopause. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm turning 50 in two weeks. So, oh, so you went through the perfect storm and in three years. Yes. Goodness. And and, and what did you do then? I know you were obviously a functional therapist, but what did Mm -hmm. you do to deal with the symptoms and and were you able to deal with them fully? Not, I don't, not fully, but definitely came off that cliff that I felt I was on. Yeah. (laughs) Just going crazy. You know, I think um, a lot of it had to do. Well, I talk about when I work with my clients, Annie, I talk about really understanding the fundamentals and getting the importance of getting your fundamentals of health in place. That way you can ride those waves of hormonal chaos as they happen. So this is all about the food that you're eating, the movement that you're doing, the sleep that you're getting, the stress that you're managing, and really the the handling the the detox of your body, right? As, as, as another thing, because of all the things that hit us left and right that we need to deal with. So from a client perspective, when somebody joins with me and they come in, I have a, a 90 day program, 12 weeks, because you can do a significant change to your health in 12 weeks, really getting them on the right foods, getting rid of anti-inflammatory processed foods, um, getting things very clean, upping their supplementation where they need it. Because most of us at that point, because of stress, because of a million things where most of us are nutritionally depleted, 
And so that drives on us. It can, with this high stress, that can also drive us towards low thyroid, well, hypothyroidism, right? Very big stress. It can drive us towards um, insulin resistance, which we've got this uptick in type 2 diabetes, right? So really working on food, really working on movement, um, really working on that stress management and, and putting that all together in a very strategic system for women to follow over a three-month period. And part of this is my teachings through my functional health uh, mentor and program that I went through. And other is my, you know, my personal experiences being really a, uh, a student of health and experiencing this, you know, for, for so many years. So I'll give you, I'll give you an example on the fitness side. One of the things that I tell my clients is you really have to stop with these crazy, intense HIIT workouts, yeah, right? Yeah. Because it just plays havoc with your central nervous system. It just spikes your cortisol, which is really impacting you from your, your thyroid performance. So really easing that up. So when people say, yes, but I need to work out because I need to you know, lose this weight that I'm gaining because I'm gaining that 5, 10, 15 pounds, I say, okay, but we're going to attack this differently. I want you really focusing on walking, right? You know, getting those 10,000 steps. If you want to be more proactive on that, to, you know, really 10 to 15,000 steps, just moving your body throughout the day and having intentional walking, but doing that low impact walking and then pairing that with strength training and then doing some sort of flexibility. So as an example, my fitness routine, I'm doing walking, I'm doing reformer Pilates and I, and I'm lifting. And all of these things work together in a great way because it's low impact, helps me so, I mean, my flexibility and strength have improved so much since I started doing Pilates on the reformer machine. It's absolutely amazing. And then just lifting because once you hit menopause, of course, that we have that muscle loss of up yep. to 8% per year that's happening. So lifting with weights doesn't mean you're going to get bulky, but it, what it means is that you're properly fueling yourself with the right protein. And then you're, you know, you're really building your muscle strength. That's just functional movement and, and keeping what you have and, and, and improving it, but you know, not getting bulky. I, I think, I think most women realize now that it takes quite a bit to get bulky. That, that really shouldn't be a worry for us, but those are the type of things that, that, that I work on as if, for example, from, from one pillar, just the fitness pillar that I work on. Wonderful. So it sounds so sensible when you say it in common sense, but we seem to have missed a step, don't we, in our lives. We've got so busy and we, we don't have time to eat properly. We don't have time to exercise. We don't have time to meditate or anything to focus on ourselves because we're just too busy. And that's where all the problems really arise, isn't it? And we get Absolutely. to our we get to our 40s and there's a whole problem there because we're our hormones are all over the place and probably, you know, being on birth control and heading into um natural depletion of of hormones. And yeah, it's no wonder the perimenopause is is such a big deal for a lot of women. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and culturally it matter, it, it matters too. I, and I think you and I might've talked about this in our previous conversation, but when you go to different areas of the world, right? I mean, the, the, the attitudes that people have about women's aging yeah. and perimenopause really do impact the physical manifestation of it, which I think is absolutely fantastic. And, and, and so if we have a more positive 
feeling towards our aging and what this can mean. Because let's face it, it's awesome not to have your period, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is absolutely awesome. And I'm really looking forward to turning 50. I, I tell my husband I'm going to get a t-shirt that says 50 and fabulous because I feel like this is this whole, you know, it's a whole new chapter of you know, living. I get through this wave. I'm feeling good. I'm eating for my health. I'm taking care of my body. I'm growing my business. I'm helping other women. I mean, what's not to love, right? What's not to love? So, and, you know, not having to worry about those little monthly accidents that can happen. That's just a whole new level of freedom, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think, you know, the trouble with, especially in the West, we perceive aging as a negative thing. And a lot of women wouldn't be welcoming their 50th birthday. They would be dreading it because, you know, women in this society aren't revered when they get older. They're criticized. And, you know, if you let your hair go gray, you're criticized for not caring. If you dress too smartly, you're criticized for trying to be something you're not. So, you know, we can't win. And menopause, whilst we might look 40 on the outside, but but maybe we're coming up to 50, the menopause tells us that, well, actually, no, you're the age you are, and this is what's happening to you. And that help makes women confront really the aging and i think that's why it's so negative in the west whereas you know as you say in other cultures being older is revered and respected and women don't have nearly the same um negative connotations with the menopause as we do and i think if you don't have those negative connotations then you experience probably the symptoms in a different way yeah i think that's really true and you know a lot of it has to do with really just your innate sense of confidence and self-love mm-hmm. because, you know, one of my, <laughs> again, I say I, I, I create results for women 40 plus who want to lose weight, balance their hormones, you know, fix the crazies and feel healthy, sexy, strong, and confident. Wow. That's, that's what I do. That's what I, that's what I want to give women. And I think when you feel better, when you are nourishing your body, when you're giving it the nutrients that it needs, when you're taking care of it to help it detox out all the bad things we absorb from our, you know, our hair dyes and the pollution environment. And, you know, when you, when you feel better, you know, you are better mentally, you have that energy, you have that confidence, and that allows you to be more creative and and to be more curious about the world. I think if we can be just, if we can fuel ourselves that way, if we can take care of these fundamentals, then this opens up a whole new, it's like drawing the curtain back on your mind and saying, okay, I am at this new chapter in my life. What can I do? What are some things that I've always wanted to do that I'm curious about? I've always wanted to take a plant-based cooking course. Okay, then go do that, right? I've wanted to travel. I've wanted to do this. Okay, try these things. Because if you've had kids, they're off to university, um, you know, or, or, or they're starting their first part of their career. Yes, you still care about them and they need you, but not at all in the same way. So it's this new... Uh, identity you can create for yourself at this time in your life. But if you're exhausted and you're not sleeping and you're unhappy with your weight, you're at an unhealthy weight, right? Those things just don't seem possible. So this new identity that you can have to be, say, 50 and fabulous is really all based on these fundamentals of health. I love it. I wish I'd known you when I was in my 40s. I'd love (laughs) to have come to you. (laughs) But now going back to your experience, so did all of the um, what you did, did that solve all of your post um, pill and 
perimenopause symptoms? Not all of them. And I think there's two things, right? There's, and so I'll talk a little bit about HRT and BHRT. Um, You have to deal with your fundamentals, right? You can, women can say, well, I'll do a hormone replacement therapy and that will take care of it. No, it won't. I'm sorry. It won't. It might help a little bit, but it won't solve everything. Same with taking, you know, getting your food right, your movement right, your stress right, those fundamental pillars. You get all those things right, you still are experiencing a decline in your overall hormone production. So, of course, once we hit menopause, right, we're more, all all the other things um, uh, are more likely, right, and hit faster. The osteoporosis, the impact on brain health, all of these things. So, I think really it depends on. Well, it depends on the woman, of course. For for me, because my hormones have been so messed up for so long, I get all these fundamentals right. I, you know, not perfect, of course. Nobody's perfect. There's no such thing. But I get them all right. I have great routines. I take care of myself. But there was still a little bit there. So just today, Day one for me, it's so fortuitous we're on the phone, is my first day of BHRT, so bioidentical hormone replacement mm. therapy. I'm working with another practitioner, and I had held off actually for years, Annie, on doing any sort of HRT, but I because I really wanted to understand the difference. And so when you look at why somebody should do a hormone replacement therapy. It isn't just to get rid of the symptoms. It is really, in a way, the ultimate in anti-aging. And for me, my family, we are very, very prone to all the dementia-related diseases on my mother's side of the family. Like my grandmother had five sisters. All of them, when they passed, had some sort of Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia, whatever, right? The diagnostics weren't always the best. Um, My mom is 75. My sister is five years older than me. So there has been some amazing studies that have come out on the positive impact of BHRT, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, on brain health. Hmm. And so when when I looked at that with all the other amazing things it can do, I said, you know what? It's time for me to try this. So I worked with another amazing functional practitioner who provides those because I don't provide those in my practice. I'm not a doctor, right? I'm an integrative health practitioner. Hmm. Um, So... I, I, you know, I, I'd been following her research and, and I listened to her presentations. I said, yeah, it's time because there is a fundamental difference between HRT and BHRT, right? The short, the short answer, the thousand foot level when HRT first came out, of course, they, what it was derived from was pregnant horse urine. Mm. Think about that. Yes. <laughs> That's what our hormones are. Wow. Nice. I'm going to take, take a derivative of pregnant horse urine. No. Nice. And then, and then there was the woman's health study that came out in 2002 that said that there was a higher incidence of breast cancer and other things. And so if you look at the work of like someone like Dr. Michelle Sands, who is who I'm getting my hormones from, she's amazing. She's got this fantastic presentation where she really takes you through the, the evolution of all those things. So BHRT, of course, is not made from pregnant horse urine. It is made from a derivative of Japanese yams, and it is chemically identical to our own hormones, which is why they call it bioidentical hormone replacement therapy versus what they were giving people before in traditional HRT, which was not. 
And so that was causing a lot of issues. And, and she goes into a lot of issues about that study too. But the marketing that came out as a result of that 2002 study made women terrified about looking yeah. into any type of HRT, which is so unfortunate, so unfortunate, because there are so many benefits to using a BHRT. Now, a lot of my clients do not need it right? They don't, they don't want it. They, they're feeling good. They're feeling comfortable where they are. Me, I, I honestly, I'm an extreme case. I mean, I was such an extreme case. It turned my whole life around. I quit my corporate career. I went wholly into functional medicine. And I was like, I'm going to, like most people are, I'm going to heal myself. Yeah. And through healing myself, I'm going to help heal others. So for me, BHRT, I think is, it's like, okay, I'm ready for it. I've got all my fundamentals down. It's it's the right time to do this. So I'm I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I'll be excited to hear how you feel after you've been on it a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and 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 it's an excellent program. Um, you know what she does. You know, there's you know you 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 get your functional lab, so you're testing all your hormones. You meet with the nurse practitioner. Dr. Sands has reviewed your results. So it's an incredibly well done program, and you get everything in through the mail, and and um, you know get retested periodically for adjustments. So I'm very very pleased with this because I I looked at a lot of different programs and I really felt like wow she's she's got it all figured out. It's the right thing. So um, there's just again so many amazing resources on the functional health side where women can, and me being one of them now, um, can really learn about what is happening truly with our bodies as we age, why we have to stop ignoring our own physical and mental needs and stop treating, you know, don't pour from an empty cup, right? That's not a cliche. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we really have to start taking better care of ourselves and we have to stop just looking for from a conventional medicine side to do it because w- the only thing that they have to offer is getting back on the birth control pill or giving you an anti-anxiety prescription. Yeah, Honestly, which is a short-term fix, isn't it? It's not going it doesn't, to it doesn't, yes, be a long-term solution. Yeah, doesn't do anything. doesn't do anything. Yep. So, I mean, a brand new client that I just took on, we just had her, we just finished her whole prep week onboarding. She was literally given, you know, anti-anxiety meds because she's going through menopause. I'm like, really? I'm like, wow. She's like, yeah, I want to get off these. And so, you know, we're putting together a plan. And of course, she's going to work with her doctor, um, but she's going to try and, you know, as we as we get her more fundamentally healthy, hopefully she can wean herself off these things. Because mm-hmm. that's that's not I, I understand why she did it, right? Because you don't have you don't know what you don't know. No, and you need help when you, you need when help. you're going through that, you need help and you think yes. the doctor's gonna be the one who's gonna help you. Exactly. You do. And so, and but she was just so frustrated because she's like, this, this can't be the only answer. Yeah. And so that's what led her to find me. Actually, Brilliant. her husband found me and referred me to her. Oh, brilliant. That's great. So, so now for any women listening who are thinking, well, you know, I really want to try some of that. So what you said you do a 90 day um, program. Do, is, is that the only program or do you do lots of different types of programs? Uh, my primary, my signature program is my 90 day program. It's called Fatigued to Fabulous. Mm-hmm. And um, that is my primary program. And then once women finish that 90-day program, I have a couple of what I call alumni courses <laughs> that I might enroll people in where we get deeper into um, actually food and cooking and meal planning, which is very interesting to me. Because again, so many women are just so busy, they just 
don't have time to do the recipe thing and they don't want to do traditional meal planning. But now that they're healthier, they really want to make sure they maintain it. So I do have some of those type of things. And then some women just honestly, they want to, they want to keep working with me because they have a bigger goal. And of course, you know, they get the fundamentals, but they like the accountability. So some of them just re-enroll in the original program. But between those those couple of things, that keeps me plenty busy and gives my clients great results. Wonderful. And now if anyone wanted to get hold of you, how where would they find you? Um, you can definitely go to my website, which is very simple. It's just my name, jenochnin.com, J-E-N-O-K-N-I-N.com. Um, and I'm also available on LinkedIn. Uh, that's my primary social media platform. Actually, I don't do Instagram at all (laughs) and I'm only occasional on Facebook and I'm just now getting into YouTube, but really, um, my website has a contact form and then you can always feel free to DM me on LinkedIn. Brilliant. And I'll put all that on the episode details as well. So people will know where to reach you. Wonderful. But it's been so inspiring talking to you, Jennifer. I mean, you've just got that lovely energy and uh, you just make it sound so, I mean, I can I can see why women would want to work with you because you're like a supporter and will help them. And I can see why they don't want to leave you. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody needs someone in their corner. And so yeah. often people don't have that person in their lives. And and so when when you do, it makes all the difference. Yeah, no, it sounds like it would be good to have you in in your corner, in their corner. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. I've really enjoyed that. And I think you'll have given a lot of people a lot of food for thought, really. Thank you so much, Annie. I really appreciate the invitation to be on the show. Oh, thanks, Jennifer. Thanks. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jennifer. I certainly found it really interesting. And if you'd like to hear more from Jen, she's running a free masterclass on November the 2nd. You can register to join the masterclass by using the link www.jenoknin.com slash masterclass hyphen registration hyphen stress. And on the masterclass, you'll be able to ask your questions to Jen live. So do register for that. Join me next time for another edition of Menopause Buddies.